0: Then outspake brave Horatius, the captain of the gate, to every man upon this earth, death cometh sooner or late, and how can a man die better than facing fearful odds for the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods? Lord Macaulay, you are listening to the Ardburn radio transmission. <laughs> It's
1: the official broadcast of the Apocalypse. Parapolitics and precious metals the Arterburn Radio Transmission. I'm your host, Tony Arterburn. I'm broadcasting from the Wise Wolf Gold and Silver.com studios in beautiful Branson, Missouri. I'm joined by my co-pilot and co-host, producer security Beans the Brave is with me, ladies and gentlemen. She's going to keep us safe from woodland creatures, uh, the IRS, <laughs> any, any sort of varmint uh, while we're doing the show. Folks, it's all happening at once, you know, um, coming up on four years with nine 30 AM, the answer San Antonio, that's an absolute privilege and an honor. Uh, they took a lot of chances allowing me to start this, uh, this show up. It was a, a five-year layoff from radio when I came back to the microphone and uh, nine thirty nine 30 AM has, has been a great station, uh, to launch this project from, and I love the listeners. I've had many customers from there and, uh, this show goes out on uh, Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Central Time. And uh, if you're receiving this transmission, I really appreciate your listenership. It means the world to me. And, of course, I have to mention WWCR, Worldwide Christian Radio. On Fridays, we um, broadcast on two different shortwave frequencies. And uh, I love those listeners there as well. I've been with WWCR now for uh, coming up on three years. I can't I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> yeah, folks, It's, it's all happening. This reminds me of the "Our Big Dumb Mouth" podcast, and they always quote Alex Jones saying that it's all happening, but it's true. It's it is all happening, and uh, yeah, I've been looking at these developments on the Trump raid, and I I I will do a quick analysis on this, okay? Because I'm it's been covered ad nauseum, uh, but I'll give you my take on it, and I hope it's a fair analysis. I was talking to. Uh Billy Ray Valentine. And we're just talking on the phone. And he mentioned something to me that I had not thought about. And it was, you know, if Trump would have rated Hillary, used the Justice Department. I don't know if they would have actually followed his orders. But let's say that they did, and he rated Hillary for her emails and corruption and you know, uranium one and everything, we would have applauded, right? We would have said that's great. And that kind of reveals our partisanship. But the reason this is so dangerous is because it has never happened. I don't care what talking head or what, what justifications they're giving for this, but this raid on a former president with I mean an armed raid uh unannounced uh this again on the anniversary of Nixon resigning. It's did Merrick, Merrick Garland, did he plan that just the right way? Wasn't it also the was it the anniversary we dropped the second bomb on Uh, Nagasaki right something like that and uh, you look at what's happening and they went in to get retrieve these documents that they could have asked for so this was something that banana republics do I love that right off the bat people use that I've been using that term for years you know we're a banana republic with nuclear weapons now and you have this massive amount of power with total corruption this is what happens in a fourth turning we talked about that last last week on the show the analysis that, you know, at a certain timeline of wealth and corruption and degeneration, you get the absolute worst in society ruling over you. That's what happens before there's a giant shakeup. It usually culminates in a a big war, God forbid. But I think that's what we're we're seeing. So there's a couple of takeaways from what happened to Trump. Here's the, of course, it has to be sensationalized on Drudge. The feds hunt stolen nuke docs. <laughs> Do you realize, folks, I mean, these presidential libraries, if I'm not mistaken, they have tons of documentation. They have, again, I mean, I don't know exactly what was taken or what, did he have a plan? I mean, a lot of the the QAnon types and Trump apologists and, you know, I think crackpots are saying, well, he had all the documents on the JFK assassination or he had all these things on the Bidens or the corruption or whatever. Well, why didn't he use that when he was president? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I just think it's overreach. I think they want to, again, Trump is a, there's a PSYOP within a PSYOP, but I'll be honest with you when I'm giving this analysis. I think Donald Trump just secured the Republican nomination. It's his to lose. He could, barring any sort of health issue, you know, or his freedom, which I guess could be pushed further. I mean, they could continue to try to prosecute make up something and they're digging for something, obviously, but barring that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee for president in 2024. I mean, that's pretty obvious. And, you know, you go back to uh, the 2016 election at the end of 26 or 2015, you had the San Bernardino shooting. And if you really look at that, you know, and uh, I know my friend, Charlie Robinson's covered that. If you really look at the San Bernardino shooting, it's weird, right? There's there's so many red flags and false flags. You know, it's 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 like a Russian doll. Just every level. You remember that shooting? You know the the couple. Uh, you know, I think uh, where was she from? Saudi or Egypt? One of the two, right? The wife and was a a newly minted immigrant, but somehow the FBI could not break into the phone. And Apple said, "No way, we won't help you." Under the Obama administration, yeah, right. Well, one of the takeaways from that. Was Ann Coulter, and I remember when she said this, and I agreed with her that Donald Trump just won the presidency. You know, if he's the nominee, and I think I'm not saying he's going to be president again uh, because I think uh, I you know a lot of the people that are shouting you know election fraud they're right about a lot of stuff, and this country's got I mean we have our elections are riddled with fraud. We've had as long as, long as you have electronic voting, folks, you're going to have fraud. Right. We look at that. We see this happening. We see, uh, you know, Trump uh, being the nominee. I don't know if he can pull off a victory, though. The reason I say that is because this country has demographics uh, in favor of the ruling party, which is the Democrats for generations. You know, a lot of people don't understand that they don't have to run on that's there's people are confused they're like why why don't the democrats have politics <laughs> they don't have politics because they don't have to they have demographics so i don't know what'll be the outcome i won't i'm not calling it for trump this early obviously but there's something to this and it reminds me you know when things happen to you like look look what we were covering last week with the alex jones you know i called it the controlled demolition of free speech and whatever your opinions on InfoWars and Alex Jones, and I've been a fill-in host for InfoWars, you know, you guys know that. I have friends at InfoWars, Harrison Smith, Owen Troyer is a good friend of mine. And I don't want anything to happen to them, right? Um, but again, you know, I don't I don't have to agree with them to support their free speech and to see how bad all of this is. But let's just look at what happened. You know, you get one day you're raided by the FBI, and you know, they're going, they're cracking your safe and taking going through your Wife's clothing, you know, every this 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 insane amount of overreach. But then you realize, you know, wait a minute, I'm going to be the Republican nominee. It's probably what he's thinking. The same thing goes with this story on Alex Jones. And by the way, Chris Graves, uh, great job sending me links today because I've been busy at Wise Wolf. And uh, Chris Graves, the researcher, has been sending me stuff. But I want to pull up this story. Let's just think about this, Alex Jones. InfoWars sees sales surge since the Sandy Hook defamation trial. InfoWars has seen its sales soar in the weeks since founder Alex Jones has appeared in court after he was hit with a defamation lawsuit filed by the parents of children who were killed at the Sandy Hook mass shooting. And so attorneys for InfoWars parent company, Free Speech Systems LLC is on pace to record 800,000 in sales in just this week alone. And this, again, the reason you know this is because, the judge in the case said he didn't he wasn't bankrupt but he had filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy and for anybody who knows anything about bankruptcy or and I do I've actually taken companies through this process but you look at this and he's restructuring his company and uh but he got a massive outpouring of support that's what we have to do uh, I mean when you see somebody under attack that Again, you don't have to agree with everything, but this clearly the ruling class wants to have one narrative emanating from on high. You know, it's, it comes from the central intelligence from from the lizard people, right, to the central intelligence agency through through the goblins and the uh, ruling elite in the in the Oval Office, and then to the media. They just want once one little line, you know, to trick, trickle down disinformation. But uh, again, that's why we. Fight for the First Amendment, and that's why if you don't have the First Amendment, none of them, none of the other amendments actually matter. I mean, they're they're basically null and void. So it's interesting to see this, and it reminded me, you know, when we're going through trials and tribulations, which a lot of us have been through trials and tribulations over this last few years. Uh, I think that times are going to get even stranger. I think we're going to have more challenges. I don't wish that. I don't wish doom and gloom. I hope that uh, and I pray that I'm just wrong about things because I know that if I'm right about my assessment, even a fraction of it, a lot of people are going to get hurt. As a matter of fact, we talked about last week, you know, when you see a downturn in the economy, when you devalue people's currency, when you take, you know, the the working poor or the elderly on fixed income, and you devalue their dollar and they have to decide between food and medicine, people die, right? It's life and death. That's how serious all this stuff is. So I don't wish that. And I hope that I'm wrong. But it makes me think about when we're faced with a challenge, it's funny how things can turn, you know? And if you just stay the course, if you just have faith, you know, and when you, what's funny, when people talk to me, I find myself, I don't talk enough on air about how grateful I am. And, you know, when I, and in private, if you ask me about, you know, how I've done, what I've done with my precious metals business or what I've done in, in my broadcasting business, I just tell you, it's God's mercy. I mean, if you think that, if you ever listened to someone who says I'm self-made. Everything I did, I mine's all mine. <laughs> I've never met really a truly successful person who said that. Or maybe they were sociopathic. Maybe they took everything from people. I don't know. But I think all of this is just, you know, I look back uh, on my life. I mean, before I had Wise Wolf, before I was on air again in San Antonio, I you know, I'd run for Congress in 2013, 2014. I bankrupted myself. And, uh, you know, in case you guys haven't noticed, I'm a true believer. Like, I really believe the things that I say. I put myself out there. I mean, I put my name on everything. I don't hide behind anything. If you meet me in person, I might be a little bit more subdued because on the air, I'm trying to give you a little bit of energy. But I'm the same person, right? And I, uh, I'm a true believer. I bankrupted myself running for Congress because I didn't pay attention to earning income. I spent a bunch of money. You know, believed in the cause, all that good stuff. And it turned out that, you know, I was persona non grata at the end of it. And so I didn't have anything left in in politics. I helped uh, Ralph Hall, the last World War II veteran in Congress. He lost to John Ratcliffe, who eventually became the director of national intelligence for President Trump. Uh, I wasn't being asked to speak anywhere. I wasn't being, no one wanted me around, you know, so it was hard to find things to do. And I remember, you know, in 20, 17 folks, Um, you know, and it's funny because you can have skills and you can have, you can, you can have a a, a mind for business, but if you have nothing to work with, and I always used to tell my wife, I'm like, you know, I'm not God. I can't create something from nothing. I need something, something to start with. And that's where wise wolf was born out of that. I had, again, I think this is God's mercy. Just said, I'm tired of seeing Tony. He's, you know, I'm literally having to go pawn my wedding ring every other, you know, few weeks so I could buy some groceries. This is a true story in San Antonio. And then a year and a half later, I'm running a successful gold and silver shop. That's true. That's a true story, you know, taking those crappy payday loans. And now I have people bring me hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of product for me to buy. You know, do you think I did that? No, it's just because you'd get up, you go one more day, you go one more round. And I have to remind myself of this because sometimes it seems really bleak. You take in all this information. Again, it's all happening, right? It really, really truly is. And you have to trust in God because all this stuff being exposed, when I call this the official broadcast of the apocalypse, I'm, I'm not being funny. Like I want, I want us to discuss what's really happening. You know, no, no agenda. You know, there's no tricks here. You know, it's really about the information about wisdom. What do we get from the headlines? You know, what, what can we take away from what we're looking at and say, okay, here's how we guard against, you know, what's to come, you know, or, or this is a psyop or this guy's full of it, you know? And that's what I built this show for it's kind of art is always been kind of newsy right it's you you you've got the podcast paratrother that I do, which I love and that's fun that's just you know we we pre-record those but live is something else live is something uh totally different different feeling live you, you you every word everything you say you know you have to feel you have to make sure before you utter it that you really mean it. Cause you can't take it back. Right. And I love that high wire. I love that. There's something great to life. But again, I just wanted to read that. This is when you look at something like Jones and they're estimating he's going to crush it. You know, he's going to be bringing in tons of money after this. And I'm glad because job security for, for Owen Troyer, for Harrison Smith, for the great crew over there, that's a great crew. I always loved hosting. I don't know if I'll ever be back. I was on band.video the other day, though. I was on with Jason Lowe, the Titans of Liberty, and Frank Kavanaugh, who was the uh, former bassist for the band Filter. And Frank's a smart, smart guy. Well, all those guys were smart Titans of Liberty, and Jason Lowe, and Jason Rilla. Um, so I still, yeah, you know, I'm still in those circles. So it's not over, right? You get hit with these big losses. Then you find out Texas has caps on how much you can receive. So something about that, you know, and I think we kind of get lost in the headlines sometimes. But what really matters is that we endure. I mean, I'm actually kind of thankful you get headlines like this. This is great. I want to see this because they've always been this way. And I'm talking about the IRS. I'm talking about, I mean, they literally make people kill themselves. You ever read, I mean, Neil Bortz had a great book on the income tax. And if you know anything about the income tax... I mean, ad nauseum. If you listen to this show, the progressives, the left, why do they not know that the income tax is born out of the wealthy? They created it. They want it. It. They wanted to crush their competition. If they hate capitalism, why are you supporting the income tax? It's the most blatant overreach by the capitalists, if you want to call them that, to crush their competition. Look at the history of the income tax. Why? Why is it that this country and the political factions are just have amnesia? Is was Gore Vidal right that we're the United States of amnesia? I mean, they exempted themselves. 1913, folks, look it up. The income tax was built for the wealthy, by the wealthy, for the wealthy, to further their agenda, to crush their competition. It's not to. Spread the wealth. We already had that. We had a tariff. They took that off. That's how we built the country. We built it on import taxes. They're called tariffs. Every single figure on our paper currency supported tariffs. Every single president on Mount Rushmore supported tariffs. The modern presidents, well, and and Trump did good on tariffs. He was the first person since Reagan to use a tariff, but modern presidents, modern politicians don't like tariffs. And where's the corruption in that? Oh, you need the income tax. And this is summit.news. The IRS is training and including armed agents carrying out simulated assaults on suburban homes. This is an internal report shows agents with guns drawn. An Internal Revenue Service internal report shows heavily armed agents simulating an assault on a suburban home as part of their training. The training was featured in the 2021 IRS annual report, which shows agents at the agency's National Criminal Investigations Training Academy, which is located within the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center in Brunswick, Georgia. The report documents documents how agents are given firearms training, and other images show agents wearing tactical clothing that say police. You know what I've noticed about And I have a military police background. I think I know a thing or two about tactics. Matter of fact, I had a a law enforcement teacher said that SWAT stood for save Willie a trial. So I know a thing or two. I mean, I was in combat, but I never see any of these people playing army man. You know, where are they? Why are they busting the pedophile rings? Always raiding like Roger Stone's house or ex-presidents now or political rivals, but not MS-13, you know. Never. Or the mob. Never. Ever. You know, you know, true killers. Oh no, but they're gonna raid your suburban home. <laughs> the training also includes physical fitness conditioning and use of force training, which includes firearms, weaponless tactics, and building entry. Oh, okay. Because, you know, sometimes if you if you missed your interest payment on your <laughs> your w-2 form you're going to get your door kicked in and it's funny too because you always hear though it's just for the rich well let me ask you something folks if the u.s government is a wholly owned subsidiary of multinational corporations and international finance then why do these bills get passed do the poor do, do the do the middle class, do the working class, do small business get a say really in any of these bills, or is it all for the wealthy? And if you take that, let's use some Aristotelian logic, right? If you have a a fascistic government controlled by corporations and and banksters, you get the product of those people, not us. You ever go try to talk to your congressman? It used to be you could walk in. Uh, Not anymore. Uh, You're a security threat, right? In addition to SAIT, which is all these uh, weapons and tactics, an assistant providing advanced training to special agents in use of form of firearms instruction, defensive tactics, and building entry, another image shows agents having entered a house with guns drawn. The training simulation is likely to prompt concern following the revelation of IRS job posting that announced it was looking to hire people who are ready to kill. The job ad listed one of the major duties of an IRS agent is to be able to carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. And this is what they did to Bill Cooper. This is what they did to William Cooper. He wrote a letter and said, I don't recognize your authority. So they put him on the FBI's most wanted list, you know, you know, they, this is the IRS. And, and again, you know, that's why, and I'm in the business. I have to, I have to file everything. I, 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 every, everything I make, I file and whatever's I legally have to do. I do right. Because you don't, you can't mess with that power right again, but they're so over the top and overreaching. Are they going to make everyone? I mean, it's like, you know, Will Rogers said that the, Income tax makes everyone a criminal. I'm paraphrasing. That's pretty much true. And what, you know, you have so many felonies a day now that, that <laughs> there's so many laws. I mean, 87,000 new IRS agents. Do you realize that Donald Rumsfeld originally called to hold Iraq entirely with an invasion force of 50,000? So we could hold a country of 25 million With fifty thousand troops, but you got eighty-seven thousand IRS agents for the middle class. Yeah, the IRS uh, subsequently deleted the job posting, which was discovered after the Democrats introduced a new bill that would have given eighty billion in funding to the IRS to hire eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. Forty-five point six billion contained in the Inflation Reduction Act. You know, when I I told David Knight on yesterday, I said, when I originally looked at the headlines for zero hedge, my brain inverted the word reduction to production. <laughs> like, I, I'm not kidding. I said, oh, it's the Inflation Production Act? Wait a minute. Oh, well, that's what they're doing. They're printing half a trillion dollars to help you with inflation. It's like, well, my house is on fire. Oh, really? You need... Some assistance. Here's a 50-gallon drum of kerosene. Hope it helps. Although the Biden administration claims the newly empowered IRS will target the rich, 75% of IRS audits target Americans making under $200,000 a year. Well, you know, you move to blue states and you try to make a living, you got two households working, it's pretty easy to go over $200,000 and be broke. But that's where they want you. Broke and afraid, you know, no upward mobility. This is where they need you in the new order of things. And, you know, if the government, the same government who mandated, not by a law and not by a rule and not by executive order, through a fascistic merger of corporations and government to go get your mandatory jab your operation warp speed abomination. They um they care about you. <laughs> We're going to talk about some data here today on the show. Uh that they, they really do care. The, the makers of napalm and nuclear weapons really do care about your health, right? And they also care about the economy. <laughs> right? Because uh what better signal to send to the private sector and everyone that hey uh we know that you need to get back on your feet. We know that we locked you down. We know that we said you were non-essential. <laughs> we know that we told you to stay safe and stay home. And we crushed your economic future. But also, instead of you getting on your feet, here's 87,000 new IRS agents. I saw a uh, a meme, and I should have pulled it for the show. It made me laugh. It was uh, O.J. Simpson's white bronco. <laughs> Being chased, and it says eighty-seven thousand new IRS as agents, and this is uh, me uh, not reporting the twenty dollars my grandmother gave me in nineteen ninety-two. <laughs> That's the, the folly. I mean, why are we still even talking about an income tax? Is an antiquated lie. It's the worst way to raise revenue. And by the way, taxation is theft. Period. But at least. You know, with the tariff, you tax foreign imports. You know, if you took away—it's so it's such a false argument—but if you took away uh, the income tax and you replaced it with a with a tariff, which would be pretty much easy to do across the board, it'd be about like twenty-five or thirty percent tariffs. Uh, do you realize that all the costs that you have would not go up; they go down. Think of all the man hours and and all the funds and time, every everything that goes into trying to comply with terrorism. That's what this is. You know, the founding fathers, they made the constitution in a way, they wrote it so there wouldn't be an income tax. They had to add the 16th Amendment. You know, Thomas Jefferson talked, he was proud in his presidency that you know, no, no one knows the tax man what was wrong with that country? You know, you almost never hear modern conservatives saying anything great about that part of our history. They always think the wars are what makes us like, right? well, I have news for you. That's not what makes us. We were a great country before we were an empire. We were greater. Actually, you could be born. And I'm talking, you know, after the civil war, you know, just think about the 1870s. You could be born. You had no social security number. You could start a business, no one ever asked you anything. There was no giant stacks of paperwork. You were not hounded into oblivion. You don't, you owed no tax. You could just be free. <laughs> and now we have all of these compliance things. I mean, just think how it's changed in my lifetime. When I was 15 years old, my grandfather, Morris, died suddenly. I was living with my grandmother at the time. So I went and got a hardship license. And I remember this, we went to go get me a driver's license at 15 and it was voluntary that you put your social security number there with the Texas department of public safety. And I think, wow, that was in the nineties. We're way past that. I mean, you, I mean, soon they're going to want retinal scans and DNA and all sorts of other things, right? They they can't stop illegal immigration, but they definitely want to know everything about you. Right. So, again, I think that we're going to see this. I'm thankful when they push this stuff because they've been doing it for a long time. But now they're just pressing. They've there's no one to push back on them. Who pushes back on government overreach? Who? I, I mean, Thomas Massey. I mean, there's like a handful of people in Congress that have any integrity. And a lot of them are talking points people. But how does it get this far? You know, it's like people you see calling for the defunding of the FBI. Like, yeah, that should have been done in the 90s. Did you see what they did at Ruby Ridge? Did you see what they did at Waco? Have you seen, I mean, the the, the no-knock raids and all this, I mean, the harassment of people? What about oh, the World Trade Center 1993? They made the bomb. This is document. This is on Dan Rather, folks. Don't call me a conspiracy theorist. Well, oh, you can if you want. I actually like that term because that means I that means I read something. <laughs> conspiracy theorist just means you did research. I'm not a journalist. I don't get my talking points like sent to me in a fax from some, <laughs> some rendition base, right? Yeah, they built the bomb. So again, what wh- we're here in 2022 and i think this is good just keep showing people what you do but this country need we we have to have reforms i'm not a conservative because there's nothing left to conserve what are you going to conserve it's it's a silly term now that that used to apply when we had some semblance of sanity What i am as a restorationist and we got to look back the, the founding fathers were 100% correct in this How do they weren't? They wouldn't have been able to grow the country with an income tax. The income tax is the wealthy making sure that they never have competition. And libertarians and some conservatives and Republicans get lost in this. Like, what about free markets? Like, there is no free market. The ultra wealthy have corporatism. We don't have free markets anymore. They want it that way, crony capitalism. Can you, okay, I'll do a thought experiment. If you think this is about, if you think this is about, you know, your cold war understanding of communism versus capitalism, name one rich person. And I'm talking like rich, rich name one person with a massive amount of wealth in the billions that's for free markets, not crony capitalism, Elon Musk. He's a crony capitalist. He likes money from the government. I'm talking about a true blue free markets person. You can't name one. Because they don't exist on that level. I mean, Gore Vidal, who I quote all the time, he said the United States has socialism for the rich and free enterprise for the poor. Yes. It's exactly what all of this is. And the income tax and the IRS, I ask you again, if if the rich were afraid of this, then there would be none of this. They love it. Not only do they allow it, they need it. They don't want the, the people that control the money supply, the people that control the multinational corporations, which are very few. You know, It's kind of like the movie Network at the end with Ned Beatty. He <laughs> tells you how it really is. It's kind of like that. They don't want you competing with them. They don't want you starting a new brand. They don't want you innovating. That's why we're stuck in this current reality. That's why we don't have flying cars. And, you know, that's why they're even with the electric cars, we're mining all these minerals and stuff and have slaves doing that, you know, child labor all across the world to put together these green things. Right. We we are stuck here because of these people. They're holding us. They buy all the patents. They do all the mergers. They buy you out or they keep you from being innovative. Ask some of these car guys, you know, well, people like John DeLorean, how'd that work out? Wanted to compete, had a great design, had a cool car, you know, it was featured in back to the future. Oh, here comes the FBI with the suitcase full of cocaine or whatever it was. Right. And the, again, this is what I'm talking The corruption that the, you don't know where corporations begin and government ends and vice versa. They're the same thing. It's the textbook definition of fascism folks and they're just showing their true colors. These agencies are operating systems of the elite. This isn't progressives doing this. Progressives are just useful tools. They have they don't even know what's going. They have no idea what history is. They they, they just think, "Oh, this is I'm I'm part of the revolution." No, you're you're a tool. You know, it's like the Bolshevik revolution, the the Russians funded by the bankers. Every last one of them You know, Trotsky, Lenin, all of them, Stalin, funded by the bankers, 100%. They didn't like, there wasn't an organic revolution. I mean, the rich love that stuff. They love it. They love it when you destroy. They love it when you have a totalitarian totalitarian, top-down society. They love that stuff. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I've got some articles on technocracy.news. Uh, cashless Society, I've got uh, an article on The Jab and Zero Hedge. I think we can, I think we can make it to the finish line <laughs> with what I've got. So stand by. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Arterburn Radio Transmission.
2: In a time of fake news, fake politicians, and fake fiat currency, it's getting harder to find the genuine article. That's why when it comes to precious metals, I call the team I can trust. This is David Knight for my friends at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Proudly veteran-owned and operated, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is your home for gold and silver coins, bullion, jewelry, and more. Prices and inventory are updated daily, so you get the most competitive possible pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, they pay top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin. Call or text the owner, Tony Arterburn, today at 888 888- 667 1836. That's 888 667 1836. Or just go to wisewolf.gold. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. then out Gold and Silver Exchange.
0: Then brave Horatius, the captain of the gate. To every man upon this earth, death cometh sooner or late. And how can a man die better than facing fearful odds for the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods? Lord Macaulay, you are listening to the Ardaburn radio transmission.
1: Welcome back. I was looking at the Rockfin chat. By the way, if you want to catch the video version of the Arterburn radio tra- transmission, you go to rockfin.com, R O K F I N.com forward slash America Unplugged. It's the only place you'll find the video version. I was looking at the chat and, uh, Jason Barker was asking why I had USMC paraphernalia on my shelves. And the answer is because my grandfather, Nick Davis, was a first lieutenant in the Marine Corps in the 1950s. And um, he always promised me, um, he's like, when I die, you'll get my Tripoli sword. You'll get my Marine Corps officer's sword. I used to go stay with him sometimes. He was the... Um, Vice President of Weapons uh, Instrument at uh, Texas Instruments, the Weapons Development System. So he had a top secret clearance, had all that. I mean, he would show me weapons development stuff back in the late eighties, and we talk about the Cold War. I was, you know, eight or nine years old. We talk about the Cold War, what the year two thousand was going to be like. Matter of fact, he told me once. In the year 1987 or 88, he said, hey, in the year 1997, new Cadillacs will be equipped with night vision. So make sure you pay attention. 1997, as a matter of fact, (laughs) I was watching television in 1997 and a commercial came on for the new Cadillac such and such with night vision because he was working on those optics. But yeah, he was uh, a first lieutenant in the Marine Corps. He's part of the hydrogen bomb experiments. And they detonated nuclear weapons in front of him. He died eventually from the cancer and the government acknowledged he's one of the last people alive out of the uh, group that he was with because they gave him no gear whatsoever. Uh, He was a brilliant man who could do, I mean, calculus and algebra on a legal pad. I mean, he was very ordered in his mind and a tough, tough man. I mean, he beat cancer. The one that finally got him was the liver cancer, but he had his leg amputated at the hip. Because of what he did for the U.S. government, so I honor uh, my granddad Nick uh, every broadcast that I do. And matter of fact, if you ever come to my office, you'll see. And maybe I have to do a a show sometime where I take the camera around and show all the stuff on my wall. Everything means something. And as a matter of fact, I've got right here on my top of my desk and my computer, I've got my dog Layla. Her ashes are right here. She's done every broadcast of the Arterburn radio transmission is done with Layla. Uh, And that has uh, been consistent. She's still here with me. Everything means something to me. There's always something, right? So let's jump uh, into some headlines and get through the rest of this transmission. I've still got a lot to cover. I I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. I love the chat, too. I I can't get to all the questions, but uh, I wanted to also say, you know, Raybo uh, sent me this awesome T-shirt with its Bigfoot in the Arkansas flag. You know, because I've got my homestead in Arkansas and this is, this is truly cool. I laughed when I took it out of the packaging and he'd send it to me. I said, I will wear this. So, uh, thanks to Raybo and I hope he's doing well. He he actually came up here and visited me and got to see that again, you know, Tony, Tony might be a little bit more, I'm tired after I'm off the air. I'm a little bit more subdued, but I'm the same guy. All right? so, <laughs> you you pretty much get the same person. All right. Let's look at technocracy.news. We're going to be covering so much of this in the coming years, folks, but uh, I want to give you a, you've heard this from me from gosh, going back to 2018, 2019, talking about the great reset, uh, but people are pushing back and this is the good news about all this. Anything but a cashless society, UK consumers defy banks, war on cash. Again, technocracy.news. And uh, this is from, Patrick Wood, the editor, the more you uh, resist plastic credit cards in favor of cash, you are contributing to the worldwide resistance against total bank control. While cash may be less convenient for some, it stymies global banks, central banks, the Bank for International Settlements, and the World Economic Forum. Wherever you pay in cash, tell the receiver why you're doing so and encourage them to do the same. And it was no... Look, the, there's no coincidence at all, folks. That the reason why, you know, they started the emergency. It's the emergency. We have to lock everything down. We have dirty cash. Don't take cash. The virus is on the cash, right? That was a, that was a test. That was a beta test. You know, you had a lot of these retailers, especially the big ones. Now, a lot of the big, the big retailers also have ties to the World Economic Forum, the WEF. It's not about your. It's not about your political parties, folks. It's about these supranational bodies and groups. That's who you got to watch and who's affiliated with them. the uh, The article goes on to say the World Economic Forum, the WEF, has been pushing hard for a cashless society in a post pandemic world. Though physical money has made a comeback in at least one European country, as consumers increasingly use notes and coins to help them balance household budgets amid an inflationary storm. Britain's post office released a report Monday that revealed even though the recent accelerated use of credit cards and digital payments on smartphones demands for cash surged this summer according to the Guardian it said branches handled uh, what is that 801 million in personal <laughs> personal cash withdrawals in July an increase of 8% over June the yearly change of last month's figures was up 20% versus July 2021 across the post office 11,500 branches, 3.31 billion in cash was deposited and withdrawn in July. A record high for many during and dating back over three centuries of operations. The report pointed out the increasing physical cash demand was primarily due to more people managing their budgets via notes and coins on a day-to-day basis. It said some withdrawals were from vacationers eating cash for staycations. About 600,000 cash payments totaling 90 million, something like that, will receive uh, power bill supports from the government. The post office noted Britain is anything but a cashless society, according to the post office banking director, Mark Kersley. Well, that's good. And you should I mean, I even say, you know, you should have cash. Gold and silver are great because gold and silver are money and, you, you know, the inflationary you know decline the stairwell you get to hop off and hop off that level because if you hold on to that fiat you know the longer you hold on to it you're gonna get caught with that going to zero right but it's not zero right now you know and the thing about our cash the US cash only eight percent of all US dollars are printed and of that eight percent eighty percent of those like a hundred dollar bills for example are not even in this country they're outside that's because it's the petrodollar and the dollars, you know, the world's reserve currency for now. So cash could be a real asset. I, again, you'd want to balance that out in your basket of assets. and you'd have a little bit of cash. I wouldn't say, I mean, it's kind of like the movie zombie land where they're <laughs> using it to, to uh, you know, start fires and stuff with, I mean, it, it, at some level, it's not going to be, it's just not worth any. At least gold and silver can be used for, you know, technology and medicine and everything. And they're not just, not just monetary metals. But have some, and more people are pushing back. This is the things that we need to see. We need to see more and more people saying, no, I I do cash. Because the government and the ruling class, they want you, look, they want your future dead. They want you completely hobbled, UBI, universal basic income, get in your pod, eat your bugs, and wait for instructions from Klaus Schwab. That's literally what they want. You know how I know this? It's not because I have a crystal ball or I'm not, I'm that smart. They just say it. You just have to read between the lines. I mean, they want a cashless society from the top down so they can control the money supply in real time. And let me tell you something, folks. You know, there's recent reports. You know, I looked at um, the tweet from gold telegraph where they were saying, Uh, The Federal Reserve and and lawmakers are telling the Federal Reserve to start their digital currency. We got to compete with China. Do you realize how ridiculous that is? Compete with China on what? The social credit score? Are you kidding me? And you think you think that lawmakers are independent of the Federal Reserve? Like most lawmakers that, you know, their donors go are hand in glove with the Fed. But the, the Fed that's not federal it's the central banksters ladies and gentlemen they control the multinational corporations that control your Congress that's why they don't care about the income tax every time you see a progressive talk about that just you know pray for them <laughs> why, did, why, did, why do they not know they're working for the richest people in the world I mean it's just but again the Fed is saying that you know lawmakers are asking them oh you've got to start this new, a digital currency, the CBD. So you have to do it for for us, we got to compete. Oh well, I can tell you how do you compete with China? Uh first of all, stop giving them everything. You know, maybe you arrest the people that do the bio war, you know, that all the 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 biological weapons, the gain of function, the NIH, the fauci's of the world, maybe people like that in our deep state that work directly with the Chinese. Maybe you stop you know, letting them operate that way. And then stop giving them trade secrets. Stop building them up. I mean, it's not China's fault that we gave them everything on a silver platter because the trilateralists said so. You know, America was marked for destruction. It was to be auctioned off. Not necessarily to the highest bidder, right? But to those we would favor, right? To those who, the, the elite said, let the 21st century be the Chinese century. We don't need another American one. That's boring. So that's why we never, you know, after the trilateral commission was uh, set into motion, and you can look this up, we never ran a trade surplus again. Ever. And what's happened to our currency since that time? China took our old playbook. They put massive tariffs up. They have 50% tariffs on a lot of things. You can't even bring something into that country. They don't like free trade. They like you to have it. Right? So maybe we stop giving them. Air. That's one way you can compete with China. Another thing you would do is stop having a, an inflationary currency. Do you realize, folks, that until we fix the currency, until we fix our money, none of these other problems can be fixed because everything emanates from there. The level of corruption we have today is because they have fake money being printed into existence by evil people. And I don't know what else you would call it. I don't know what other term. If you know that your economic policies start wars, cause corruption, and kill people, and you still do it, that's evil. And they know it does. Do you know how much inflation we had in the 19th century? None. Now, why was that? Was that because there was less dollars? You know, or less people? No, it's because we had a gold standard. And maybe we have a a, a biometallic standard now. Maybe we could do something like that. But until we do so, and again, there are no plans for them to do that. So don't be wishful thinking. The government is not going to. Do, the things I'm talking about right now with them competing with China and all that, we're not going to do those things. Sorry. Because the the same government that you think, well, we could just elect some people. I don't know how you would even do that because they're hiring eighty seven thousand new IRS agents to make sure that there's no businesses now. Uh, this is the reality. This is the challenge. I'm not enjoying it. Just telling you. All right, we've got a few minutes left. We'll. I think we can machine gun through a few more headlines. I always pick more articles than I could possibly go through. It's funny because I never really, I have a set amount of time that I I go through articles and I read, I read a bunch of stuff before I get on air. And then I think, well, I could do that one. But then you realize that's like nine paragraphs. I'm not going to be able to cover all the, I'm not gonna be able to do it justice. Here's one that I loved and we'll just do a couple of excerpts from it, but this is zero hedge. And it says it's over. CDC says people exposed to COVID no longer need to quarantine. And just like that, it was over. This is huge news, folks. In bureaucratic speak, this is a near-complete cave-in to the actual facts. And I love headlines like this. And again, it goes to show that sometimes, you know, this too shall pass away. Right? Remember that, 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 that story has been bounced around in so many different versions. You know, but it, you know, the old uh, one of the older ones that I like was the the ancient Persian potentate. He's sent his wisest men out to receive all the knowledge to educate his son, and they come back with giant library. And he says, Oh, condense it. So make it into a series of books. And he says, condense it again. It's too much. And they finally make it into one book. He says, It's too long. I need all the wisdom in the world in the shortest amount of space. And finally this the wisest of all the scribes just stepped forward and handed the king a single slip of paper and it says, This too shall pass. That's the most wisdom. And that's what we're looking at. Those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. This is actually coming from the CDC. Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. It's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. No symptoms, no problem. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, same guidance. Exposed, question mark. No need to even quarantine. Students exposed, they can stay in class. <laughs> Look at the change. Isn't this interesting? And, you know, you have to ask yourself, how much of people pushing back and not wearing masks and how much of uh, those, those people, that, like the Southwest pilots walking away or the, or the Canadian truckers, how much did they have to do with this? I bet you a lot. See, we think we're not powerful because we don't control the money supply, but they just got a bunch of psychopaths with monopoly money. It's really all they are. It's a paper tiger. They just have the illusion, of being, and, and they crush us one at a time. But if we stand together, a lot of this stuff just falls apart. I want to go to the end of the article, um, as he talks about you know the vaccine injuries and you know other doctors around the world saying there's so many treatments that we had. We had you know. Early treatments for all of this stuff: uh, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, you know, zinc, uh, and using those in conjunction, vitamin C and D. We never hear any of this from the mainstream. They didn't like that. They wanted you to stay in the dark and and just uh, binge watch a show in your blue light. Wait for your exper- experimental injection. When approximately four thousand too many people die in a three week span, that's a very uncomfortable, and eventually people notice. And when they do, oh boy, look out. Or maybe it's simply that the CDC has read the latest polls and realized that Democrats are going to lose their majorities and trying their best to get in front of these investigations that the Republicans are sure to launch as soon as they can. Whatever the reason, it's too little too late. The CDC has forever lost any trust and anybody. Whoever works there bears responsibility for what transpired, some more than others, of course. The conclusion, it's over, folks. Pack it up. The great COVID pandemic is over. And the author says, as I predicted in December of 2021, Omicron was the end of COVID. It just took far too long. I predict it will be many more months before Canada, New Zealand, and Australia finally awaken to their authoritarian nightmares. But that, too, will happen, hopefully with extreme consequences for Trudeau, Morrison, and Arden, Andrews. Miss Freeland, and countless other bureaucratic <laughs> marionettes. That's right. To help heal from this disaster, we need to welcome, be welcoming as possible to those who finally wake up and want to be reintroduced as good standing members of the remnant. Of course, they will be on probation. More immediately, I call for a global apology to the vaccine injured and their loved ones who were horribly gaslit by the medical establishment. They deserve our support, and they shall get it. And for everyone who stood strong, you are my lifelong friends, and I salute each and every one of you. That's a great little piece. I recommend, I'll recommend. i put this in the show notes. It's by uh, Chris Martinson of Peak Prosperity via Zero Hedge, but a good piece nonetheless. All right, folks, let me hit some gold and silver prices real quick. I appreciate everybody tuning in today. Always means a lot. we got some new shows coming out next week, new paratruther. I might have one or two, actually. Well, gold's up today. Uh, the yellow metal, 1,801 Luciferian Bankster notes per troy ounce, 1,801 <laughs> Federal Reserve notes per troy ounce for the yellow metal. Uh, silver, $20.82. And I think you'll be around 25 to $26 for a retail pri- uh, ounce of silver right now and about 1900 for an ounce of gold somewhere in that area if you wanted to know uh what that looked like we'll be back monday remember Arterburn radio transmission 2 p.m. central time mondays uh, fridays 2 p.m. central time arderburn.news dot com, prepare with art.com folks i mean given what we know about <laughs> the everything happening at once uh, and we see it with our own eyes. Uh, things are volatile. Get yourself some storable food. Just have that peace of mind. Insurance you can eat. Uh, prepare dot com. Good folks at My Patriot Supply. It's stuff that I use. Great products. All right. We'll be back next week. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Be careful out there. God bless each and every one of you. End of transcript.
3: Life is a continuous confrontation with forks in the road. One is good is bad, and you could always wander completely off the road altogether and become lost, totally and completely lost. If you take the wrong fork at one of these junctions, there is always the opportunity at the next fork to get back on track. But it is a constant battle within ourselves. You see, I have studied this concept for many, many years, and I have to tell you that if there is a real devil, like Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it, I'm not telling you that there's no such thing as Satan or Lucifer, I'm telling you this, if there really is a devil, that devil exists in the hearts and minds of men and nowhere else, nowhere else. For if you take man out of the equation, evil ceases to exist and there is left only the laws of the universe and the balance of nature. Put man in the equation and before long, evil will rear its ugly head and present itself to the world. The evil is within man and that is why it was called the fall. The devil never made anyone do it. If you do it, you did it yourself because you fell into temptation. For until man once again confronts the real nature of his own condition and of the world around him and accepts full responsibility for his actions without blaming anyone else or any devil, Until then, we will always be a puppet on the end of someone else's string. And ladies and gentlemen, when that someone pulls that string, we will
0: dance.